This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. And welcome into Judd's Hockey Show. Judd and Declan, and the season is finally upon us, at least training camp. The Wild starts tomorrow. You are looking at the screen right now. If you're watching us and you're like, okay, there's Judd, there's Declan. Why is there there a blank space? That's because... To celebrate the beginning of the season, the beginning of training camp, we bring in wild general manager, friend of the show, as Declan says, mm-hmm. Bill Guerin. Please welcome Bill Guerin. Let's get a round of Declan, a uh, little round of applause. Round of applause. Huh? <laughs> round of applause. Thank you. Thanks, gentlemen. I appreciate What's, it. Now, before we start, um, it, it looks like you, you've got a lot of cool stuff behind you, Bill. So is there any, any show-and-tell aspect that you would like to bring to our, our show? Like, I've got bobbleheads and pictures and stuff. Um, um, go well, ahead. I've got a lot of great a lot of great stuff. One of them is a pic- picture of uh, Eddie Johnson, who I was with in Pittsburgh, and that's him after winning the Stanley Cup. He's got a bunch of beers on him. Brian Trottier <laughs> with, the, with the double birds to a, a reporter with John Tonelli, me and Randy McCabe. <laughs> Me and Randy McKay putting uh, beer into the Stanley Cup at a bar in New Jersey. Yeah, Yeah, keep going. Actually, I had a beer can collection when I was a kid. Okay. Um, I don't know why I ever got rid of it. I had such great cans. But this was one of them, and I found it. I was at an antique store with my wife, and I I found this. And people our age will know what it is. Yes. And uh, it's uh, Billy Beer from Jimmy Carter's brother, Billy Carter. And, I remember uh, pretty, pretty well known back then, so I found it, and I actually have one here and one at home. Anytime I see one, I buy it. Very nice, Bill. As I recall, he he was quite the character, Billy. Correct? Yeah, I remember he him was. being a he character. Was like, uh, just kind of like a good old boy from Georgia, beer drinking and lots of fun, <laughs> and seemed like a great guy. That sounds like a hockey guy to me. Is what that sounds like. That sounds like a guy who would fit well. I don't know. I'm Googling him right now. I don't know if that guy uh, would would fit in as a hockey player. Not really too sure. I think think Bill froze for a a second. I did. I froze for a second. But you're back now. All right. So uh, after our show-and-tell display, let's start with this. Training camp obviously uh, starts tomorrow, which is Thursday. We're recording this on Wednesday. What has been – is it done yet? And if it has been done – or what will the Bill Guerin training camp speech be? Because I feel like that has set the precedent of really a great tone. A couple of years ago, you asked Spurgeon, he's like, hard work and ha- having fun, and you're like, F that. 
Last year he got he sort of got it. So have you given the speech yet? And what's the tone this year? It's already done. Oh, okay. It's already done. It's already been given. Uh, a little different approach at the start, but more of the same uh, messaging. But you'll you'll just have to wait. Mm. I, I mean, you'll have to wait. Must now, see TV. Were bleeps used or not this time? Uh, yes, I'm sure they were. I mean, it's just kind of, <laughs> unfortunately, part part of the way I speak. But um, that's not unfortunate, uh, Bill. No, I, not, I don't not, care. Uh, not. Uh, no, I, it, I I I don't know. I got a couple thumbs up, so I'm happy with it. Okay, so as as we start. Um, you are extremely competitive, and I, I know that going into each year, you, you've got high, high hopes. You're, the last two years, the regular seasons have been damn good. They've been really good. So as a guy who's won Cubs, you, you won two as a player, and then, then if I'm not mistaken, we're part of the Pittsburgh administration for two. What is it in your mind that, because you've seen this before, what is the hump to get past, to go from, from a team that has become a pretty consistent playoff team and a team that certainly generates success in season? What is that next step to making a playoff run? Like, what, what did you see at that time, and what do you want to see from this team? I want to see growth. I want to see, um, well, first of all, we, we need the ability to, to get back to the playoffs um we we uh we need to show growth we need need to show like a little more maturity in our game um i i think we can be better than we were last year uh we we've got a lot of the same guys coming back which is which is good because there's like dean said there there's not a whole lot of teaching to be done in the training camp um we can really kind of get to it and implement some new things and and um but like right now, like we're, we're dealing with training camp now. We're not talking about getting over humps and everything. We have to deal with what's right in front of us. And so far, it's look at our guys come in better and better shape every year. That's like step one. You can't have any weak links in that. It's the professionalism, the seriousness that they that they are uh, uh, giving to training camp. It's not just you know, we're coming here to like, you know, regain our old spots and just kind of fall into place. No, this is this is a time to, to really approach it business like and get serious about it. And our guys are doing that. You know, then, you know, we start Sunday in Colorado with preseason games. I I want to see the seriousness to these games, the the serious approach and competitiveness of it. Um I want to see guys I want to see guys uh Younger guys take a step, like force us to make a, a really hard decision. If you want to have a position on our main roster, you have to go out and, and make it happen. We're not going to give anything to you. Um, I, I want to see uh, I want to see us be ready for game one. That's all I'm concerned about. I'm not concerned about like jumping to the playoffs and you know trying to answer all the critics and crap like that. It just that doesn't do us any good. We have to we have to be focused on the job that is right in front of us. Bill, you mentioned uh, players taking the next step. Obviously, Keelan Addison gets a deal done here. You knew him back in your Pittsburgh days. He's uh, he's played well in some small sample sizes, hasn't been able to maybe crack the ice full-time. 
what is one missing piece that you haven't seen from Ad- Kalen Addison's game that maybe you want to see him take the next step? What specifically do you want to see him from from his game this season? Well, to me, I think it's just his his compete in the in the defensive zone. Offensively, I mean, Addy's fantastic. I mean, he's great on the power play. Um, he can't he can't let the D zone be an issue. And I, I think last year it it got. It's it's a, a matter. Addy's Addy's a tough little kid. Get out there and and just battle and and don't let your 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 you know your your uh, your your inexperience or anything like that be an issue. Just get out there and compete like we know like we know he can. He's got a future here. I mean, we really like Addy. And um... oh, lost Bill Guerin there in the middle of an answer. Darn it. It hung up for a second there. It came back, and then we lost it. Here, we'll get a Internet. That's okay. It happens. Darn gremlins. It happens. Okay. It happens. I know. I don't know. If Are we good? We're good You're now. Back. Yeah, You're back. You're um, back. Yeah, so I, I think that's it in a nutshell for Addy. But we're, we're you know, hey, look, we're, we're, we're really happy he signed. Um, it's just time to move forward and play hockey. How sick of you are are you? And and this is partially just a result of what has transpired with the, this league. How tired are you of hearing about the salary cap? Because I feel like it always defaults to that. And and at this point in time, look, it didn't move. And I I would guess that by this point too, Billy, there's a there's teams way beyond you that, that are up against it because of that. But how tired are you? Because you don't really like excuses and it always, it, it comes across now as a, well, you can't do this. You can't. And, and I'm, I'm sure it wasn't fun not to be able to make more moves in the summer, but I'm just curious in your mentality, how tired are you of the salary cap talk? Cause it's been flat for a while and it's mostly, you know, that that's the way of the world now or been. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not tired of it. I mm-hmm. hey, look, I wish we didn't have the situation that we were in, but we, we needed to do that. We accept it. It's not a big deal. It's not an excuse. It's a reality. There's a lot of realities that go along uh, with the situation that we're in that I, I, I think people tend to forget, but that's our reality and we're fine with it. You know what? And, and me as the general manager, I'm okay with answering questions about it because it is the reality. I can't just say, please stop asking questions about it because, you know, be, because it's, it's really, I'm sick of it. It's really bothering me. Like, I don't have that luxury. And, um, and I'm, so I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't care. With the reality of that salary cap too, Bill, obviously, yeah, the buyouts are still gonna be lingering for another year. Has it made the reality of, of the salary cap? Has it made your job in the off season easier? Cause there's just, I mean, and I don't, I'm not throwing shade at you here, but there's a little less to do or is, is your day to day still the same? What is it? What with, did you with, golf more? Yeah, did you golf more? Yeah. I mean, did it make reality? Did it make your reality, your reality, Bill Guerin, a lot easier? No, no, it doesn't. It's not one of those things. Well, can't do anything anyway, yeah. so I might as well go play golf. No, it's not that at all. I actually think it's made me uh, a better general manager. I think it's making me uh, more more cap efficient. Um, I think it's making our hockey operations uh, stronger. I think it's making our scouts um better i think it helps us uh think out of the box a little bit more and attack things a different way so um no no uh i'm not i 
I don't have less to do because of this. What does, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you were golfing. Come on. You were golfing more. You're drinking way more beer. It's like, I'm, I'm just going to knock me. off a three. Yeah. I'm just going to knock off a two to yeah. today. See you guys. Later. Oh, <laughs> hey, listen, I, I play plenty of golf. I drink plenty of beer, but it's not because I have less to do. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I love it. Um, what does Pat Maroon bring both from a, from a, a room standpoint where I know he, he's good, but also a credibility standpoint because he won what? A cup in St. Louis and then two more in Tampa. So I, yeah, I think he went three, three, three in a row. Yeah, three in a that's row. not too bad. What you does know, he bring? Hey, listen, the, the room stuff is great. I love Patty for that. Uh, what? What? It, it's the hockey. It's the it's the championships. It's the it's the playoff runs. You know what? Even more than that, it's the disappointments. Like he's been there. Like he's he's seen disappointment too. And how do you get out of that and get back to it? And um, how the whole thing just looks and what you have to go through. And, you know, I mean, hey, look, the, the last thing you want is is to have a guy in there with a bunch of cups and talking about this. I, I don't think that's the way it's going to be. It's going to be all action-based in just the way he operates. I mean, we've seen him play a ton of hockey over the years and in critical times. And he was always right in the thick of things. And Hey, look, he's got the ability to play a, a hard nosed game. He can play net front on the power play. He's got good hands. He can make a play. Um, but the, the experience and the, the knowledge of, of what it takes is, is, you know, part of his, uh, you know, he's got all that in his toolbox. Is it easier to Bill, with adding a guy like Maroon to that room and not having to add a bunch of external players? You brought up the fact that Dean said we're not teaching. You know, we're not we're not having to bring in a whole slew of different guys. Does that make the chemistry in the locker room and just the continuity of the locker room feel that much stronger going into a season, knowing that it's mostly all the all the same group? Yeah, I, I think you have to kind of recreate the energy, like like or sorry, not the energy, the chemistry. You got to get going again and just. You can't take that for granted. You have to get out there and work at it. Um, but yeah, the teaching aspect, we we can just we can kind of advance a little a little quicker than um, you know if we had a ton of new faces or you know we were implementing like a whole bunch of new things or had a new coach or something. It, it just it just helps to to kind of get get going a lot quicker. So, uh, Bill, as, as I recall, you, you guys actually had a really good preseason a year ago and then got off to a slow start and you brought Reeves in at that point and I think you said something along the lines of not timid but the team hadn't been engaged or it hadn't been or an edge had been missing uh does Patty Maroon sort of fill that immediately because that seemed like a big part of your Reeves trade was to get a guy who brought charisma attitude and and a certain uh, panache with him yeah I, I yeah I Definitely. I, I see them kind of in the same light, different players, um, you know, but, but that, that, that gamesmanship and swagger and belief in yourself and belief in the team, like all that stuff, willing to back everybody up and um, be there when the team needs you, like all that stuff, uh, you know, was, was part of the decision. Uh, Reeves was was a beaut, though. That that guy was a beaut. I I will say this: of, of all the guys in sports that I've covered, he might have been one of the top ten characters, if not top five. Yeah, I mean, Revo is one of my favorite people. I mean, I 
I, I love the guy. He he did such a great job here for us. And um, I, I think that, you know, in, in talking to him, that, that was tough for both of us to kind of, you know, because we were in Pittsburgh together for a short time. But, um, hey, listen, this is a business we couldn't offer what uh, Toronto was offering. And I'm happy for him. And that doesn't uh, that doesn't take away from anything that he did for the Minnesota Wild uh, at all. Uh, without speaking for him, I guess, Bill, uh, what do you make of Marc-Andre Fleury's future here? Do you, do you feel like this might be the last season for him? Where do you kind of feel like Marc-Andre Fleury is, is, is feeling right now in his career? I mean, he's hockey royalty. He's won cups. He's done a, almost everything there is to do. Uh, what, what do you kind of envision the future of Marc-Andre looking like from your end? Yeah, I, I, I don't want to speak for him. So I, I don't know. Like right now, uh, you know, right right now it's it's business as usual. You know, training camp's here and Flowers prepared. He's, you know, just like clockwork. He's going to buy buy another car. Um, so things are things are just normal. Like it's it's just you know it it's just normal. So let's let's just I don't even want we'll cross those bridges uh, when we get to it. You know, so hey he. he we we're expecting a lot out of him this year. That that's that's what I want. What type of car are we talking about? I don't know. He always he always comes in with something nice. Uh huh. I'm sure he does. He's got good taste. He's got good taste. Huh. Oh, he's a very smart guy. No no question about yeah. it. Hey hey, we're about eight questions in, and nobody has broached the topic of Marco Rossi. Not Rossi now. Rossi. Um, really good training camp, or I, I should say, really good preseason last year got off to a slow start and and got sent down where so so the yearly question with him now is this where do you see him at uh 2023-24 as opposed to last last season at this time when he did make the team but he didn't stick on the team yeah I, i mean he's ahead of where he was last year i think um making the decision uh to stay here for the summer and train um, was extremely uh, important. And, and I think he's going to benefit a lot from that. Uh, you can see a difference in, in not just his, not just his physical appearance, but just the way he is, you know, he's been around his, you know, a bunch of young guys this summer and they've all had, you know, uh, you know, one of the great summers here, in Minnesota and had some fun. And I think even, even as, as much as the physical part is the mental part is. And I think that for Marco, just getting more comfortable around the guys and where he is, is going to be really important. So I think he's going to do great. He's put in the work as, as always, but I think this year is different. And um, he's, I I, I believe in him. I think he's going to do great. Uh, Bill, I wanted to ask you about this at the end of the season, never got the chance to, but you've obviously been here now for four years and you've seen multiple playoff runs from this franchise and you've seen this fan base obviously show up rightfully so for every playoff game. But even last year, you know, you, you hear them boo, you know, you hear them boo at, at the end of game six, which I guess is a passionate fan base. But what what is your overall assessment of of this wild fan base after you've been from Pittsburgh here? Now you're executive here in the state of hockey that loves their team. Um, what have you gathered from the Minnesota sports fan? I guess now that you've been on been been in Minnesota here for almost five years, you know what? They're a lot like us. Honestly, they are. All they want to do is win. 
That's it. They just want to win. And you know what? If you're a player, frustration is uh, is shown one way. If you're a GM, it's shown one way. If you're a fan, it's shown one way. Like They're just like we are. They just want to win. And the thing too, Billy, is, you, you know, the uh, the Stars were an expansion team here in 67, 68, played here until 93, 94. The Wild done an expansion team in 2000. And this this market, incredibly enough, has never seen a cup. In fact, the only cup that we've seen raised in this market was at Met Center when your former team, although you weren't there yet, the Pittsburgh Penguins, after game six, paraded the cup around. So, I mean, I can only, to your point, I can only imagine what would happen if this market got a cup, because I think it would be absolutely off the hook. I think it would be a lot of fun. I think, I think it cup- would be a lot of fun. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it would be incredible. It really would be. I, I hey, mean, I- it's, it's, uh, yeah. It's, I mean, hey, look, it's the Stanley Cup. It's great. It's the greatest trophy in all the sports. And, and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully one day we can, we can deliver that. That's, that's the goal. That's the only reason why we all do this. What's that like to raise it? Uh, it's pretty incredible. It's really tough to say. It's just, it's amazing. It really is. You can't, you can't, you can't describe it. I would be afraid I'd drop it, but that's not going to be a concern for me <laughs> since I won't win one. So that's the one thing I always th- think of is, is like, cause there's stuff on, on the ice, right? Like confetti comes on the ice cause you've won a cup. And I've always thought, what if you hit some of that crap and just went flying with that damn thing? I've seen some close calls. Have you? Oh yeah. 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 With, I think it was like, yeah, like confetti or something. Oh. It was Rand- Randy McKay hit at 95 and he like, toe pick and oh I, it was close <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that poor cup guy oh, what's his uh, name no the kid for colorado the abs um, kid yeah who went to the blackhawks right yeah 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 i'll be cabell yeah yeah he dented it yeah yeah but i'm talking a fall i'm talking a legit fall like well, if, like if you toe pick. Are, who was it colorado mcdermott i think he fell straight backwards <laughs> in a bar with it it's it seemed it's seen uh yeah, it's been through some tough times. It's got some dents. It's got some dents. Uh, hey, just a uh, few more for you. How happy were you to see, because I think he stayed here for the summer like Marco did. How, how happy uh, did it make you that uh, Kirill stayed here, I think, and worked out as well? Because I, I know that that definitely was an issue this time last year, trying to get out of his homeland and all of that. Um, I would take it that you probably slept a little bit easier with your superstar player being here for much of the off season. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I, you know what, honestly, I, I feel for Kirill in that, in that aspect because yeah. that that's frustrating. You know what? I mean, it's, it's terrible what's going on in, in, in that war. And, um, you know, honestly, he, he's a, he's a good young kid that has nothing to do with it and would probably like nothing more than just to go see his family in his hometown. And it's, um, uh, you know, this whole thing has made that really hard. So uh, I can't imagine being kept away from from my loved ones like that. Um, but, uh, hey, look, that's the world we live in. It stinks. 
Looks like he was bombing some uh, bombing some drives though off the off the, off the tee at a Royal Golf Club I saw the other day. Billy it looked like he had a pretty good golf swing. Yeah, he said he played twice this summer. I think that's a lot for him. And uh, somebody said he hit one about two fifty down the middle. So I'll take that. Yeah, no kidding. This is the, yeah, but this is the unfair thing, and, and it applies to you too. Guys that played, you know, guys that came up as athletes and were just gifted and worked hard. I'm not saying you didn't work hard, okay? But you guys can go on the golf course, drive a golf ball. You guys can go hit a baseball. You got, you know, that's the thing. We'll never know what it's like to be an athlete like that, where your starting point is still damn good. Yeah, just don't put a math book in front of me. Okay. Well, dude, we can't do math either. <laughs> no problem. Declan and I. Yeah, no problem. Mackie's the only guy on our show that can do math. So, look, that's the problem is nothing applies to us that's really that good aside yeah. from trying to give hot sports takes. No, it's – you know what? It's really incredible uh, to see some of the – you know, and other, some guys are better at other things than, than others, but it, it's um, it's a pretty unique world that, that – uh, you know, that I've, I've been around for, for a long, long time because you're right. You know, you see some of these guys are just, they're just great athletes and, and they yeah. can do, they can do a lot. They can do a lot of different things. Did, uh, did uh, that, that apply? I'm sure it did to Crosby as well, to Sid. Uh, yes. Okay. So yeah. he, he could just do it. Of course. He could. Don't know why I asked that question. Yeah. yeah. I remember he, uh, he called me one time. It was uh, what the heck was it? At bef- during the, during the season in '09, and he called me to go play tennis with him and Jordan Stahl and Tyler Kennedy. I'm like, guys, it's like our day off. Like, I'm 38 years old. You guys are 22 <laughs> and 21. I don't have the energy, but I went. But I went. Okay. And I'm an okay tennis player, but he was he was really good. I mean, he could like really serve it and bend it and all that stuff. And I was like, holy cow. Like, what am I? What am I doing? <laughs> well, I mean, you're old at the time, so it's impressive that that you showed up. Probably. Last question yeah. for me. Last question for me. Uh, how, how much will Dumba be missed? And have you, you guys decided who's going to inherit the A that he had on his jersey? Uh, Matt will be missed. Uh, of course, he will. I mean, he, he's. You know what? Uh, Matt's built a great legacy here, uh, on and off the ice, and he's all, all he's done. You know, a lot of people in this world just take, you know, Matt, Matt, Matt's a giver. He, he, he gave a lot to the organization. He gave a lot to the community. Um, he gave a lot to his teammates. We'll, we'll miss him. We'll miss his energy. And, um, but you know, like I said, this is the world we live in and sometimes you just, you have to move on and uh, we will replace uh, that, that a on, somebody else's jersey but we're, we're gonna we'll keep that confidential obviously i think he w- might wear 14 but that's just a guess on <laughs> that's just a total guess look at that look at that stone face well, can't I, get anything no, you're not gonna get it you know i won't tell you that. yeah he was i know you won't i i know you won't all right bill garen thanks much and talk to you soon okay thanks you guys appreciate it thanks Billy. enjoy training camp see you later bye, bye. that was wild gm bill garen as always um great although he won't tell me who's going to get the A. I'm guessing it's going to be Eck, but... Did you write that down? 
earlier this year? Uh, I think I, think I might did, have, and right? I think I might have been trying to get the point right oh, now. But that I is see. beside the point, Declan Duff. Okay. That's beside the point. But what's not beside the point is what you are looking at right now because as lake season throttles down, trust the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge to protect your passion. Call today about Power Lodge Miller Marine's limited-time winterization special. They're offering free storage with the purchase of a new boat. Get double the value if that new boat is a luxurious Bennington with unbeatable employee pricing stacked on top of rebates. This is the best time of the year to buy, and there is nothing wrong with fall water on the lakes with beautiful color change cruises. Needing a power upgrade? They'll store that new motor for you, too. Prepare now and bundle up your boat for a worry-free launch next spring. That's right. Pontoon Passion starts at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Free winter storage with the purchase of a new boat. From our buddies at the Lodge and Miller Marine, throttle therapy on and off the water at MillerMarine.com, PowerLodge.com. Check them out and tell them that Judd's Hockey Show sent you. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. All right, Jacqueline, uh, your thoughts on what we just heard. Very interesting stuff. Um, I, yeah, I really wanted to ask him about the whole Minnesota sports fan scene. Uh, more, his, ugh, Minnesota sports, sports fan scene. That's a mouthful to say out. Um, just because, you know, it got a little weird at the end where some people, you know, some people, Minnesota sports fans, I feel like get uncomfortable with, with, with obviously tension. And for these wild fans, um, they want, to see this team go deep in the playoffs. You know, it's, it's weird. Judd, I, you talk to me all the time about like, what are you going to do when the twins are in the playoffs? Dex, you're going to go nuts. You're going to make the fiance leave the house and all this stuff. And I, I have never gotten there with the wild who have been as in as even more playoff games than the twins. Uh, but that fan base yeah. is also pissed. That fan base is also tired of the same thing. So I really wanted to hear his kind of opinion on that as a former player. Now he's been an executive. He's been here for what now yeah, almost five years. So, I was interested on in what he wanted to say there. Yeah, I don't think he's going to, you know, the thing with Bill is I, I he's not going to make excuses. And so I think he was pissed off too. In, in fact, I think the end of the season press conference where he sort of went at, at uh, Russo about the whole thing, I think that was sort of a byproduct of, his, of him being t- ticked off too. And the players, if, if you go back to the quotes after game six against Dallas, and they should have been, but you know what? I think Ryan Hartman said something along the lines of, the fans deserve more. Yeah. And Spurgeon said, this sucks. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think that the team feels the same way. And I guess that's why I asked the question. And I and I get it. Executives and coaches and players take everything day by day by day, mm-hmm. or at least that, that's what they're going to talk about. Um, but that's why I asked the question. It's like, what does it look like? Because if you look back at the last two team stacks, 113 points, Franchise high two years ago, right? Yep. 103 points after a bad start, which, again, was third place. That's not bad in the Central Division. Um, but my, but those are two different teams. Like, they were constructed a little bit differently. And so that's why my question is, like, you know, for a guy that's got four cup rings in Bill Guerin, two as a player, two as an executive with Pittsburgh, like, what does that look like? What's that hump? Like, because he sort of knows. I mean, he's seen it. Like, he's been to the top of the mountain. So it's not like talking to... Derek Falvey, who, you know, I think his team, I think Cleveland went to a World Series with him there, but he wasn't, you know, he didn't win one. 
And so that's why I'm curious, like, what does the top of the mountain look like and how do you get there? And is it, is it roster construction, Declan, or is it, is it more the people? Yeah. You know? And, I th- and, and you know. so that's what I'm curious about. And like, does not that this guy is going to be a top six guy, cause he's not, but does Pat Maroon, who's got cup, you know, three consecutive cup rings, oh, yeah. does like his presence, does his presence bring a swagger or a confidence that this team lacked? Like that's that's what I'm curious about. What does that look like when you start that run? And and you know, to go back to last year, Declan, the Florida Panthers barely made the playoffs. And they beat the they barely the, made the playoffs. And they beat the President's Trophy winner in seven games. So yeah, it's it's very bizarre. But yeah, I I mean, it's just good to hear from them, and it's good to uh, just get you know a, a, an actual start on this season because of the. I know we were being a little cheeky there with with the salary cap stuff, but the hockey offseason already is kind of a tough one to sled in terms of uh, from our side of the content creation and for them having just limited uh, amount of moves and money to make moves. It's nice that training camp's finally here and, and uh, I'm curious to, to see the season start here. Well, and I'm personally sick of the cat because it stayed flat for so long. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I think I asked that from my own frustration because this is ridiculous. Like you've got a new TV contract. I know everyone dealt with the pandemic. I get that, but you've lowballed these players for so long. That's what frustrates me is this thing. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to go up next year, next season. But I mean, this has been ridiculous. Yeah. There's I'm, a you, Parisian suitor cost you a lot. I understand that, but come on, come on, Gary Bettman, come on league. I, and I know you're making money. You're making more money than you can count right now, but let's, let's get the cap up so that if for fans, it's more fun. Yeah. And I was, uh, I also wanted to just ask him too, about how he felt about, you know, the ESPN TNT deal that's been in place now for what, three seasons. I think we're in year three of this going, or at least we're entering year three. three. We're um, going to year three. Just to hear his thoughts on that too. Cause that's really an interesting spot of them being very comfortable with NBC sports. And I don't think any of us were necessarily down in NBC sports or thought that they did a poor job, but now that it's been what, yeah, entering year three of, of a new deal and it's been a little clunky at times, but I think in general, it's still good for the sport for him to be on these new platforms. Um, yeah, I really, I got, that was the only thing I wasn't able to ask him about, but at the same time, it's just, uh, I think it's good for the game in general. Well, TNT is great, right? They, they are the like best. I, yes. They're the TNT is great. ESPN, in my opinion, is not that great, but, but the amount of coverage that they like put on plus and the fact that the package of, of games from around the league is available on plus yes. almost justifies that. Yes. Like they don't give it, they don't give it the platform it deserves. And I don't think their studio show has been great by any means. Um, and I think it's been a weird mix. But I think that the ESPN Plus platform, Declan, is so good. Mm-hmm. And it's not as expensive, if I'm correct. But, I mean, TNT has been gold. It's the best. I think TNT is the best U.S. carrier I've ever seen. Oh, wow. I date back. Well, I date back to when I started to watch hockey, the USA Network carried it. And that's before studio shows were a big deal. Um, and they did a decent job. But I mean, TNT to me, uh, I'm not sure your opinion on, on this, but TNT to me, I have been really pleasantly surprised and shocked that they come, in my opinion, fairly close to matching their NBA studio show. Like, Biz is great. Yep. Liam McHugh's turned out to be great. Yep. I mean, the NBA on TNT studio show is probably or is the best that there is. Yeah, I agree with that. But I've but I've been really pleasantly surprised. I think TNT does a great job. And Biz, who, I mean, 
Biz pretty much single-handedly got Babcock in Columbus fired. Yes, he did. Uh, he's been incredible. I yes. mean, he is really good. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it, it can be better for sure. It's just nice to be on the platform. I mean, I for God's sake, Judd, I remember from my side of things, uh, post-lockout, I had the Versus Network. You know, I mean, I... <laughs> It's it's come a long way from the OLN and versus network and and from what Gary. it what it used to be. So yeah, uh, just glad glad hockey's back, man. We're, we're gonna have Judd's hockey show. You know we'll have AJ Fredrickson back in the fold here soon too, and Jesse will obviously join us. So it'll it'll just be good. Um, it'll be good to have more uh, bullets in our chamber to to fire. Absolutely. Th- thanks to uh, thanks to Bill. I- I'm sure that uh, Mr. Garen will join us again uh, throughout the course of the season because he's always. Kind enough. Yeah, you can go golf with him. I'll sit in the cart and drink Surly's. Uh, Take us home, Declan Goff. Hit the subscribe button for Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment and pass shoot score.